Welcome to the Outcomes Rocket Podcast, where we inspire collaborative thinking, improved outcomes, and business success with today's most successful and inspiring healthcare leaders and influencers. And now your host, Saul Marquez. Welcome back to the Outcomes Rocket. Saul Marquez here, and today I have the privilege of hosting Dr. Farrow. He is the founder of Better Health. That's B-E-T-R Health, digital therapeutics company based in Raleigh, North Carolina. They're uber confident in their high engagement and outcomes. Better will work with health plan members at their own expense unless they reach clinical significant outcomes. The mission is to improve individuals and family lifestyles while reversing a multitude of symptoms, syndromes, and diseases. Dr. Farrell previously founded and operated a chain of 30 physical medicine centers attached to prominent health clubs along the East Coast. It was there that he created the basis for lifestyle modification with the cornerstone around restoring health cheek to cheek. It's uh, been an interesting journey. And in fact, I, uh, over the holidays, I put on 10 pounds (laughs) and uh, I I, uh, really was like, I got to fix this. That's it? That's it. Everyone's done more than that. <laughs> oh man, it's bad. I mean, you know, and right now I'm, I'm just, my wife and I were talking and, and I, I literally had gotten a recommendation from somebody about a dietitian, but then I found your program. We've connected, I've started it and I got to say it's different. So I'm excited to bring you on the, on the podcast now that I've started your program, Dr. Farrow. And so I want to start off by saying uh, uh, thanks for the work that you're doing because it's making a difference and uh, also want to have the audience get to know you and what you're doing because not only on the individual level, but also on the population level, members of a plan, employees of, of a company, this is making a difference. So Dr. Farrell, welcome to the podcast. Thank you very much. I'm really glad to be here. appreciate it. So tell me, Bill, what inspires your work in healthcare? So it's exciting because we are really representing a paradigm shift, true change. And so a lot of times we get stuck in in healthcare, we think of change and behavior change. I mean, we're so focused on behavior change and that behavior change comes with its own paradigm. Kind of the health is, is not within our bodies, it's without. We're always seeking answers outside of our body. So the change that we're talking about is the paradigm, the paradigm that you have to try to uh, match complexity with complexity. And it's just not the case. So if you look at the human body solid, you think to yourself, man, it's pretty amazing. Infinite amounts of wisdom in there, inherent recuperative powers to heal itself. And so science, as mankind does, we get excited and we try to reverse engineer everything. And then of course, the universe just keeps laughing at us as you're going to try to reverse engineer the human body. Good luck with that. Yeah. And so we've decided that, you know, what if the paradigm was this person is already whole and complete? This person is not a bad person. This person doesn't have lack of willpower. They don't have some, in most cases, a genetic issue. They're just under stress. And body under stress is designed to have dysfunction. The more dysfunction it has, it will have signs and symptoms. And the more signs and symptoms, you're going to turn into a chronic condition. So if we shifted the paradigm and said, what if we just did things to get out of this patient's way and let the inherent recuperative powers actually heal itself? That's what help starts with. It starts with heal. Uh, They add a TH on there. But let's just let it heal itself. And 
That's a simple approach and it's the most exciting. So that's what gets me excited is that we're shifting a paradigm and we're seeing incredible outcomes. And those outcomes, of course, just fuel your motivation even further. Love it. It's a great way to look at it. And it's non-traditional in, in, in that you're looking to heal from the inside out versus trying to spray healing or <laughs> sprinkle healing on yourself with just things that, that are overly complicated. Tell us how it works. What are you guys doing to add value to the healthcare ecosystem and to individuals? So as a value to the healthcare ecosystem itself, we have individuals working with us to improve their mood, their sleep, their energy, their weight, their blood labs. And so, you know, a lot of people are doing this. They're trying to work with people to have that, that outcome. What gives such value add to the healthcare system, what we're doing is 90% of the individuals we work with actually get there, will actually improve their mood, their sleep, their energy, their weight in blood labs, and they're going to do it sustainably. So when you're accomplishing this with such high success rates, this is going to prevent and reverse chronic disease. So for the individual, that's an amazing value proposition. And for the healthcare ecosystem, you're doing what? You are saving a lot of money, a lot of unnecessary costs, a lot of unnecessary visits to the doctor, unnecessary visits to the hospital. These things all should have been avoided to begin with in the first place. And so from a healthcare ecosystem perspective, we are taking the burdening of what really the science could be focused on for those rare genetic mutations and things and just getting rid of the, the noise. Because to me, type 2 diabetes, hypertension, obesity, digestive issues, anxiety, this is just the outcome of a stressful environment that's turning into a chronic condition. And if we can remove that noise from the healthcare system, we'll have a lot more money and resources to put into these adolescent childhood diseases, these things that are genetic in nature. And so we feel that it's a twofold. We're saving money, we're saving lives, but we're also now allowing us to re-energize those resources into places that can have some profound effect. So, Dr. Farrell, you mentioned 90%. That's a really high number. What do you attribute to, to the high level of success of people and companies that engage in, in the program? Yeah, so we'll, we'll look at success and engagement in two different mindsets. So, success comes from the paradigm. What you're doing, and when I say you, I mean the healthcare system in general, what we're currently doing as healthcare experts and physicians and researchers is we keep, again, trying to dissect down the body. So, our biggest weapon to get the person healthy is you is their own body. The minute you start to look outside the body is the minute you turn your back on your body. Uh, we have 140 cancers out there. We still do not have a cure for one. And obviously, we're doing things with early detection and, and some things with treatment. But ultimately, we have to be our own best vehicle to protect ourselves against cancer if we're going to do that. And so when 90% of the people are coming to us, we realize that, hey, if you take the old approach, which is move more, eat less, punish yourself. When that doesn't work, we're going to blame your willpower, your motivation. When that doesn't work, we're going to give you pills. When those pills don't work, we're going to give you surgeries. When the pills and the surgeries don't work, we are going to give you a therapist and multiple specialists, and everyone's going to be sending you for more and more diagnostic tests. And eventually it's just going to come down to, oh, it just must be my genetics and bad luck. By understanding the customer, they're coming to us, they've tried, they're cynical and skeptical because everything you've given them has only created more stress on the system. It turned its back on the body. And so when people are coming to us to how are you getting this great success, like it's not us, you're getting the success. You're the hero in this picture. We're just going to remove those barriers so you can express it. And it's so simple and it happens so quickly. 
that people will get motivated and they'll stick with it. Now, from an engagement perspective, how do you get them to engage? Well, the only way you're going to get anyone to engage anything is to have trust. The only way you're going to get trust is to have outcomes. And the only way you're going to have outcomes is if you're good at what you do. So every single person that you take through a program, you can't worry about scalability initially. You can't say, well, I just need to build an app that everybody can get on. No, that's not how it works. You have to actually first come up with a program or protocol that actually get one person across the finish line, then two people across the finish line. Then over time, if you get enough people across the finish line, you figure out all the ins and outs, then you can learn how to maximize and scale it and look for the, some of the failure points. And so from success comes from understanding the person, the new paradigm, giving them approach that works. And then that approach that works now makes the other person who's cynical and skeptical say, you know what, I'll engage in that. I just saw three of my coworkers do that, four of my coworkers. Now 10 of my coworkers are being successful. So I will engage and I will stay engaged because the Better Health team, by having a coach with you by your side, has helped you stay engaged knowing that you're stressed out. And knowing that under stressed out condition, your body is designed to conserve fat, reduce blood flow to the digestive system, shut down your immune system, create anxiety, create cravings, create poor sleep, all the things you need are ready to be successful. So that, that's where we're, we're driving that 90% is changing the paradigm and the engagement comes from over time, figuring out how to get that stressed out individual to just get past the point where their body can start working again. And once the body starts working, it takes over and there's no, no, no more motivational willpower necessary because the body's off doing its thing. Yeah, that's uh, well said, Bill. And it's uh, oftentimes we take all these simplicity, the simplicity mindset for granted and the fact that the body does cure itself. What has what you do and, and how you do it and your team how is that different than what's available today? I mean, and before you answer it, I do want to say that the thing that that I've been most uh, impressed by is the level of engagement, right? You, you, you mentioned the engagement. So from the time I, I signed up to when Elise, my coach, reached out to me and the Tuesday night calls that you do, and then the, the group support, it's the level of engagement is crazy. It's crazy good. <laughs> and so... Is that the main differentiator? You know, and if it is, dig into it a little bit more. And if it's not the only differentiator, help us understand that further. Well, I think I, I might have belabored the point of paradigm, right? I think, I think having a different paradigm is the key differentiator because if you look at what other people are out there doing, and I, and I, I try to speak to them as co-conspirators and not competitors. I keep trying to tell them, hey, first of all, the app's not going to make anybody eat the veggies, the calories in, calories out protocol that you keep espousing in every one of your articles. And it's always about watching what you're eating and behavior change. You're actually making things worse. You are putting more stress on a person because I can tell you from sitting in all those health clubs all those years, I've watched more people do more spin classes, count more calories, punish themselves to see minimal success or some success and then it comes right back. I've seen people do every diet possible, keto, paleo. So some of our competitors are stuck in this keto, what they call it low carbohydrate or Atkins. Whatever the name diet of the month is, they get stuck because maybe it worked for a few people. Maybe it worked for thousands of people. But it doesn't mean it's going to work from you. So from a paradigm perspective, we're not about punishment. We're not about calories in and calories out. We're about resetting the digestive system first in the first month. And in the second month, through elimination and reintroduction, we help people uncover their food triggers. As I mentioned, we're trying to help people get out of their way. It's not the fact that they've overindulged in calories. In fact, I have people that would come to me that could be 150 pounds overweight and they eat one meal per day. 
it literally dispels that calories in, calories out, especially when it comes to fat loss. Now, they may be tired and lethargic and all of these things. So that is the, the how we approach it, definitely the, the key differentiator. Now, how do we get somebody from thinking and being so drilled in that it's their fault and they're a bad person and they just need to move more and eat less and you know what, I'm going to try this new diet or that diet. That is where the engagement piece comes in. That's when we have to get them right off the bat and say, look, no, just erase all those things and just give us three good days. Because as you can imagine, anytime you try to make a change, it becomes hard and you start Mm -hmm. to think, okay, I want these results. I see all the people on your picture. I mean, we have I don't know, 900, 1,000 five-star reviews. They see people holding a picture, posted pictures of losing weight and feeling good and coming off medications with reversing diabetes. They say, I want that. They say, Dr. Fur, I want that. But (laughs) what am I going to have to give up to get there? What's the pain I'm going to have to endure to get there? So we know that that if we say to somebody, hey, I have a 12-month program for you for $99. Person's like, 12 months? I don't want to be working with you for 12 months. They package it as if it's like a pricing issue. What my people want to know is I want to get there and I want to get there quick and I want it to be sustainable. So I say, Sal, give me three days. I have to first start with three days. I need no alcohol, no sugar, no artificial sweeteners and reduce the amount of processed foods just for three days. Now, Sal, I'll ask you, Sal, can you give me a good three days? That's easy. Easy. So we make it easy. Then they say, okay, I can do that. Now, I know that if the three days goes by and they follow the food plan. So we get them on the phone with the coach and the coach says, all right, so you have a family. Let's make sure these meals are family friendly. Let's get you a shopping list. Oh, your shopping list. We need to export it to Walmart so you can shop online. No problem. Let's get a shopping list together. Let's get some food prep. Follow this plan the best you can Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. You're going to go into the app. You're going to take pictures of your lunch and dinner because that's how we're going to do the food analytics and figure out your food triggers. Check on your weight, your sleep, your mood. Drink your water. Eat this great healthy food that's good for you. And then in three days, you're down a couple of pounds. Your energy's up. Your mood is up. Now I say, Sal, let's see if we can get to the end of the week. You're like, let's do it. I said, okay, that wasn't so bad. You spent an hour prepping over the weekend. You've actually saved a ton of money because you're not eating out. You feel better because you're eating all that, that stuff, that garbage that your body was craving from all the stress. And guess what? In the first week, your digestive system is starting to heal. And every research article from John Hopkins, Mayo Clinic, you name it, is out there talking about how gut health is so important. Well, in the first five days, I've given your gut a chance finally to just relax and lower the inflammation. Then I say, let's do that again this next week and see how it goes. You do it again the next weekend. Now you're 14 days in, you're down 10 pounds, feel better than you've ever felt before. Your cravings are gone. You're not hungry. And lo and behold, you've made some habits along the way. Now your engagement is there knowing that the coach was there by your side every day. So if you had questions, know that we had the instant chat, knowing that you had the group support and other people going through it. It's the sum of all of its parts that makes it successful. But what makes it successful sustainably is when you get to month two and we bring those foods back in and you realize that, oh my goodness, Brussels sprouts was an issue. Quinoa can be. Seemingly healthy foods might've been holding you back and holding everybody back. Now you have the sustainability, you have the success, and sure, we gave you high-level engagement. I gave you a personal coach for 60 days. So now I'll put your business hat on and put your business hat under the health plan. And they say, oh, well, we have coaching. I say, you do? How many clients is your, can your coach handle? They're coaching 400 people. One coach? Yeah, it's amazing. Isn't that cool? We have the app and we have all these nudges and all this AI and blah, blah, blah. And they go, oh, that's great. And they say, Dr. Fair, how many can your coach? I said, well, they can coach about 40 a month. 40 new a month. And they said, oh, so we do, you know, that's not sustainable. I said, no, no, you didn't hear what I said. You're coaching 400 people over a year, giving them minimal touch points, no plan in place, no customization, no extra support. 
and you're excited because you can barely touch those people. And maybe out of 400, you'll get 10 or so people to be successful. I take 40 people. I give them the boot camp style version of this. I get their body functioning. I put their body to work for them. And now my coach can move on to the next person. So actually at the end of the year, my coach has affected over 500 lives or close to it with a 90% success rate rather than 400 lives with a 10% success rate. And so that's what we're, that's the approach that we're taking. That's the engagement level. And if you don't have that early engagement, you will see failure because, Sal, you can imagine that some people do get off to a good start three or four days, and then they a stressful work happens. Something happens in their life. What do you think we do with somebody like that? Say, I'm sorry, you weren't, you, you missed the cohort, you're out. No, we just start them again fresh next weekend or the weekend after that, or we postpone them. So part of our 90% success rate also happens to be that if someone has a false start, we'll just restart them again and make it so that they're successful. Yeah, some great highlights, Bill. And the accountability is high too. I mean, I'm taking pictures of my food. (laughs) <laughs> like my, like what I what I eat and what I drink. All right, everybody, uh, listen to this. I have to take pictures of everything I eat and drink. I'm on level one right now, and level one means I've got a list of foods, and by the way, a pretty large list of foods. So, and then there's recipes in there that my wife finds very easy to make, and and I as well. And it just the accountability is what really got me. Bill is like, wow okay, I literally have to, I, I'm going to drink a beer right now and I have to take a picture of it. I'm not going to drink a beer right now. <laughs> and, and so it's, uh, it's pretty cool. So Dr. Farrell, take some time to talk about the impact you've had thus far. You know, I don't want to go without highlighting some of the success that you've had with, with some of the plans. Can you highlight some of that? Yeah, absolutely. So we're a fully recognized CDC diabetes prevention program. We've been doing that for a few years. We're now working with health plans like Blue Cross Shield of California, working with their diabetics or hypertensives. We've been able to see A1C levels drop one and a half points within 60 to 90 days on average. And luckily, they CEO Paul Markovich of Blue Shield of California recently got on stage and said that we were reversing diabetes in his population and saving him 150 up to $150 per member per participant per month. So, you know, that was a kind of an Academy Award winning moment for us. That's <laughs> um, awesome. Congrats on we that. We work with a lot, a lot. Yeah, thank you. We work with a lot of unions. And, and you know, here's the other thing, Sal, that is interesting is when you look at what's out there in the marketplace, you see like, hey, this is a diabetes program. This is a hypertensive program. This one is for anxiety. This one's for digestive health. Everybody is still stuck in, I have to have a program for diabetes. I have to have a program for hypertension. Okay. So let me get this straight. You're a family. You have your wife is dealing with anxiety. Your daughter is dealing with anxiety, is an eczema. You are dealing with diabetes. Your grandfather who lives with you is living with hypertension. And what are we going to have, 15 different apps and 15 different protocols for, for people to go after? Doesn't when really, sense. it doesn't make sense. When really what you need is you need to come together as a family. You need to put the right fuel in your body because everything you eat today is who you are tomorrow. And if you get back around the dinner table and you start getting rid of that garbage that our kids are having and you reduce the amount of external stressors that are in internal stressors, the body will flourish. And guess what? All of those things that we call diseases to me are just symptoms. They're just indications that your body's not functioning right. 
and you can take the same approach. So it's interesting as people say, oh, so if someone goes in your diabetes prevention program, how's it different from your diabetes program? I go, it doesn't. It's all the same. 60% of us have a chronic disease. 40% have two or more. You think we're going gonna to make a dent in this if we start making everybody do a diabetes program or a hypertension program and it's all different? You know, solace is not going to work. And I want you to think about this. Do you think we talk about engagement, health plans say, I'm going to roll this out. I don't know if we can get people to do it. You're not going to get them to do it if you call it a diabetes program. You will get them to do it if you call it a healthy lifestyle program that their whole family can do, the husband, the wife, the spouse, the grandparents. That is a much better value proposition. And, and if I'm in a corporation, the guy next to me may have diabetes and the person next to me may just want to lose their last eight pounds and they have IBS and Crohn's. I want to leverage the community involvement. If they're in different programs, they're no longer connected anymore. When they go out to lunch, they're not going to look at each other and say, well, what are you supposed to do? What are you supposed to do? We know they're supposed to do the same thing because they have the same inherent structure that heals itself, which is the body. Now, there may be some nuances to that from the trigger foods, but ultimately the pathway becomes the same. And now you're leveraging the community a lot stronger. Great points there, Dr. Farrow. And, uh, and congrats on the success you've had in expanding the program. If something makes sense and it gets results, you got to do it. And, and so one of the things that Dr. Farrow and I discussed is, is opening that, that opportunity for everybody listening today. So you want to tell them a little bit about that? Yeah. So this goes for just about everybody out there. When you come to work with us, obviously, most people, the weight loss is really important. They say, I want to lose some weight. That's the initial motivation. People lose three to five pounds per week on this program all the time, but they do it sustainably, like I mentioned, because we're focusing on digestive health as well as the trigger food. It's even more sustainable because we're using good, healthy food and we're making it a habit as well as things that your whole family can do. And it rejects the idea of punishment and only focuses on, on nourishment. So everybody has that opportunity to come in and try something unique. On top of that, because I know from so many years of doing this, our average weight loss is like 7% in the first three to four weeks, which is unheard of because Diabetes Prevention Program says if you lose 5% weight loss over a year, they're ecstatic because they know it's going to drop your chances of getting diabetes down by 60%. We're doing that in four weeks. But what I want to impress upon everybody today is when you work with us, you get to try the first three days, you get to try the first week, you get to try the second week. And if it's just not for you, for whatever reason, because we have direct-to-consumer sales, so we're covered by many health plans, but we have other people that pay out of pocket. If the consumer doesn't get what they want, they get their money back. The health plan, since we're paid for performance, we might have probably skipped over this part. The health plans only pay us for success. So there's really a no-risk opportunity here. If you go to betterhealth.com backslash rocket, you can, you personally, try the program and or bring it to your health plan and say, hey, or employer group, hey, this, these guys are willing to take our population on at risk and we only get picked, we only reimburse them for clinically significant outcomes and those outcomes are going to reduce healthcare costs. And so that's really what we're trying to put out there as an, as an offer. That's so great, Dr. Farrow. And that confidence in the product and the service is just, I mean, unheard of. And in an era of value-based care and, and uh, shared risk, I think it's a phenomenal offer. So folks, the link that Dr. Farrow shared is betterhealth.com slash rocket. So it's better, B-E-T-R. There's no E-R. It's B-E-T-R health.com slash rocket. I'll also put a link to this in the show notes. So if you go to the website at outcomesrocket.health, 
just uh, look up Better Health, B-E-T-R Health, and in the show notes, you'll see the link, which is betterhealth.com slash rocket to give this a try. Maybe you want to join me <laughs> because I'm, I'm in the middle of the process myself. So appreciate you offering that up to everybody. What would you say is one of the biggest setbacks you've had and uh, what's been the key learning out of it? So the biggest setback, without a doubt, was we were way too early. <laughs> so... I've been doing this, I've been working with people, well, you know, I had the clinics, but in 2011, we tried to bring this approach out to market. This was even before text messaging, so definitely dating myself. But the idea that you could reverse diabetes, because it was a, a fee-for-service, you know, healthcare model, the idea that you could reverse it was incredibly foreign. That's only in the last few years that you're even allowed to say that. People didn't like that. They said, no, no, they still have diabetes, you're just, you're reducing their numbers. Not in my case, not true. But what I was saying is in 2011, 2012, when we were trying to bring this to market, the key stakeholders weren't around the table. They had just started doing Wellness 2.0. All they cared about is scalability. How many people can we put on a portal? They, they believed that somehow technology is going to make everybody start blogging food and be successful. I'm sure there was some success, but as you learned on this cast, they already had the faulty paradigm, right? It was all about right. punishment, not nourishment. But what was for us is we were just way before our time. And so we had to go direct to consumer and direct consumer is tough, right? These people have tried five, 10 different things. It's a very difficult pathway. So I'd learned that when I brought this out early that you have to pivot, but you still have to stay convicted. And so what allowed me to learn from that was say, if you are, I would say to myself, doc, if you have this conviction that this is the way to go, you've seen all these results from all these years, then you just have to stay convicted Maybe I'll have to pivot in the approach and you'll have to adapt and make the technologies work for you. But grit is the only thing. If I could say to any entrepreneur out there or anybody that's trying to make change or any outcome is if you do not keep yourself and realize that this is going to take grit of anything else, especially when you're convicted, because when you're convicted and it's so profound and so different, people are going to look at you like you're crazy. And that has really happened to all this whole time is that people said, there's no way this is going to work. Is not, this isn't going to happen. And it, which made it worse, Sal, is that the stakeholders weren't there. Who want, did the pharmaceutical companies want to see me get people off of medication? Did doctors want to see, start seeing less visits because they didn't need to? No. Now it's changed value-based care. Now the health plans got involved and said, listen, we got to do something. It's growing out of control. So make sure you have grit because now it's 2020. <laughs> I've been at this for many years and it's just, it's just now making it happen. Great message, Bill. And pivot, but stay convicted, folks. Uh, it's uh, Many of you might have your businesses and ideas. Keep at it and find ways to make it work until the actual vision and mission that you have can work. Much of what we do is timing, you know, the right idea at the right That's time. Right. Nothing more powerful than that. Love your message hey, so there. I want to ask you something. Sure. You were on the call the other night. So we do this live Tuesday night call where we go over the art science blocks. Yeah, there's people on. At the end, you have people sharing. So initially a woman spoke up and said, you know, she started in October, already took her A1Cs from like 6.7 to 5.4, super ecstatic. And then you had other people that were just starting. So they were, th they were on the call listening. And of course, they're hearing these other people that have done well. So that's inspiring. But th they also spoke up. They said, hey, I just want to say, and there was hundreds of people on the call, I'm excited to start this. And I don't know if you caught this, but one of the guys said, when I went to your site and I saw all those reviews, I was skeptical. I did hear that. <laughs> yeah. He's like, I'm a so skeptic. Point there was too, yeah, much, was like, yeah, <laughs> too much positive yeah. stuff like, on Join there. the club. Yeah, too much. And I asked other people what they found about the website. You have to listen and learn from your customer. And just when you think you know the customer really well, 
keep listening and get hands on with them because they are going to give you all the information you need to help them and help yourself. Because if you go in there, I have someone redoing our website right now, looking at it. I said, look, you just got to listen to this call because they'll give you everything that you need. There's a way you think it should be. As an example, when you come to our website or other websites in this space, it looks very mechanical. It's like feature, feature, feature. But Mrs. Jones has already done this a hundred times. So if you're not listening and you're not putting your reviews front and center and you're not even giving them the ability to do those Facebook and Google reviews, it's going to be very hard for you to get engagement with any product or service you do. So really listen and do the right thing. Just do the right thing. If someone's unhappy, even if it's their issue or whatnot, just give them grace. They're under stress. They're under problems. Make it right. And they will come back to you. Great feedback. Keep listening, folks. It's the best way to make sure that you always have the pulse on your customer and, and what's resonating. And, you know, I heard you say uh, earlier in the podcast, you have, I think, the skeptic's guide to whatever. And I'm not sure if that was in oh, response yeah. to that, but definitely uh, applaud you for, for being on those calls weekly pretty late. The call is at 8 p.m. Central Time, 9 p.m. for you in the East Coast. So that shows your commitment to continue listening, Bill. Well, so I, I do those calls. And what's funny is I'm, I'm on the third floor attic doing the calls at night. And I, I always joke that I have 200 people listening to all my words. And then I walk one floor down and my wife and kids completely ignore me. So <laughs> <laughs> it's the only time I actually get to have somebody listen to me. I think. <laughs> That's too funny, man. <laughs> I love it. Hey, so what are you most excited about today? The tipping point. I feel it's there and it's not without struggle, man. I can tell you that this is still a business, right? You're still running a small business with, with people, but the tipping point, the idea that the customer is driving their choice and the choice is to improve their health and the health plans are saying, fine, we support you. Like, like Blue Cross, uh, like Blue Shield of California, supporting them in that choice thing. Yeah, you want this choice? Fine. We'll go ahead and pay for it. That's great. And to bring those two together and now have the access to maybe handle 4 million lives and, and just really see us make a dent in diabetes and hypertension and chronic disease. It's super exciting. And I all and luckily, I get on those calls every Tuesday night because if I didn't hear those people sharing, we have people having trouble with, with fertility. We have people coming to us that cannot get pregnant, can't even have a child. Then they come to us and they're able to have a child naturally. I have to keep hearing that because the business can get in the way. The inner workings of your business can slow that down. So the call every week is just for me, but I'm most excited that I feel like we're hitting that tipping point. And honestly, we just kind of made an offer like the Godfather that they can't refuse. We're going to take your population on. And if they're not successful, we don't get paid. So it's kind of a hard offer to refuse. So I feel very confident about the trajectory of where we're going to be and how many people we're going to help. Love it. So Bill, what's your favorite book or what are you reading that you recommend to the listeners. Okay. So I'm going to give you the confessions of a quack. Cause remember I'm a quack chiropractor. So let me give you a confession <laughs> of a quack. People said, how did you get into this? How did you possibly go from cracking backs to the program? And basically it was cause I sat, I had all these gyms offices and I, I said, eventually one day I said, you know what? People kept saying, doc, it's my back. It's my back. And I realized one day that no, it was their front. If I fixed their front and I took the extra weight and I lowered the inflammation and the stress, they would have less likely to have pain and they could go out and do the things they wanted to do. And with that, I was so, once I realized we had this protocol, I was so intent at doing that, that when I did read books, I was a skimmer. I just not a guy that could, would read every word cover to cover. However, I came across one book that I read cover to cover and I read it twice. And I'm uh-huh. telling you right now that that is a feat that would never happen. It is called <laughs> the three laws of performance, the three laws of performance. 
and it's written by a guy named Steve Zafron. And what's interesting about it, they, they talk about all these different organizations, and it's about how to rally people. In corporate culture, we call it buy-in. And yeah. what's so unique is that you can't get buy-in. That's not something you do. The truth is that people have to come up with the idea their own. They have to execute on the idea, and they have to believe that they were the ones that made it happen. And a leader really should have done nothing, and everyone should have feel that they actually did it themselves. And that is how you get people, you get them into a room, you talk about it, you see what everyone is trying to accomplish, you co-create that mission, and then everybody is now responsible for their part of that mission. And I've used that not only to help our organization in the ways I tackle certain things within our own organization, I use it from the body. It's the same thing. I'm letting the person get their body involved. It's their idea. They're pushing it forward. And that's how they're able to perform because they feel empowered. And when they're done, it's, it's funny that when someone is done with the 60 days, they're like pounding their chest. Like, yeah, I did that. And I did. And they say, Oh yeah, the coaching was cool. I could, probably could have done it without the coaching. They start <laughs> dismissing the coaching and I'm fine with it because that's what a leader does. A leader sits back and goes, whatever, I got you there. Right. I just want you to win the championship. I don't need to have the Gatorade dumped on me. In fact, I wouldn't drink it, but uh, <laughs> I don't want, I want that. I just want you to perform. And the three laws of performance, I think will help any business and it will also help uh, every, anybody personally. Love it. Love it. Great recommendation, Dr. Farrow, the three laws of performance by Steve Zafron. And folks, you know where to go. Outcomesrocket.health. In the search bar, type in better health. B-E-T-R, health. And you'll find our entire interview with Bill and uh, as well as the transcript and a link to where you could get started. Bill, leave us with a closing thought and the best place where the listeners could continue the conversation and get started. Got it. So betterhealth.com, B-E-T-R-health.com is definitely the best place to go. You'll be able to see soon our uh, Skeptic's Guide to Better Health, which you were right. I did hear what they were saying. And I forgot about that point. So I said, we got to make a guide, which we went right at it, giving people more information because they like the research. So that will be the best place for people to get started. But I want to leave you with this. Every human that you come in contact, even your stubborn uncle or father or whoever in your family that is struggling with their health and you just, just try and like whatever to get them to do something, realize that they are whole and complete. They have barriers to that expression. It's not their lack of willpower. It's not their lack of motivation or they don't care. There's something amiss internally that is causing their dysfunction. And the more calorie counting and shakes and punishment you throw at them and the, and the idea that they just got to do it, you're going to bring Tony Robbins over the house, is realize that a body under stress will reject all of those things. And so if you just get out of the way and bring people over to us and realize that it's the stressful world and not a lack of motivation, then you can believe that you can be successful putting your body back to work as well as the most stubborn person in your family. And I can say this with such conviction that I can take your uncle that you think or your dad or your mom that you think would never do this. And I would say, that's okay. I know you won't bet on them, but I'll bet on them. I will get them to say, give me three days. And I know three days will turn into a week and a week will turn into two and two weeks will turn into the full 60 days and they will be back to where they were. Because when they were 10 years old, they would run down the street and start skipping and they had energy and they had the capacity for health. The only thing that's happened is we put some barriers in that way. And so cool about the body is that it can constantly regenerate every cell, tissue, and organ in your body using the food that you have and you can transform. So you will whole and complete with only barriers to that expression. And we want to help you express by removing those barriers.
Great closing thought. And yeah, it makes so much sense. You know, I think of my son, he's running around. I see him running around all the time and he doesn't need a prompt. You know, he just does it. So uh, something to, to think about, folks. And again, a reminder, just go to BetterHealth, B-E-T-R, health.com slash rocket to give it a go. And uh, how about where if, if somebody wants to ask you a question or engage, what's the best place for them to do that? Oh, my email. So D-R-F-E-R-O, F-E-R-O, at betterhealth.com. So D is in David, R like Robert, then my last name, Ferro, F-E-R-O, at betterhealth.com. Ask me anything. I'm constantly replying to emails. Everyone that does my program gets an email from me, and I implore them to read back. So I love that opportunity to connect with you. And if it's something that's even, you know, you want to talk about, I'm happy to always get on the phone with somebody. The day I can't get on the phone with someone who is doing this, I can't do this anymore because it's not about getting as many people into your program. It's about getting many people across the finish line. And we're only as good as the current people that are in our program now and continue to to live that mission. Love it. Bill, thanks so much for your insights and uh, the fresh approach here. Wishing you guys the best and uh, looking forward to staying in touch. And Salk, I just want to say one thing. I've listened to your other podcasts. You have some excellent, excellent speakers. I implore everybody to really go back to that list. Really, really some great stuff there. You're doing a great job with this. And I want to thank you for doing this podcast because I know it comes where it's coming from, the spirit of helping others and sharing information and education experiences. So kudos to you, my friend, and thank you for having me. Uh, Thank you, sir. Greatly appreciate it. Thanks for listening to the Outcomes Rocket podcast. Be sure to visit us on the web at www.outcomesrocket.com for the show notes, resources, inspiration, and so much more.